word of God is light. It is light. It actively works. It is effective. It penetrates. It rejuvenates. Oh my, oh my. An encounter with God's word is life changing. It is life enhancing. You are listening to a podcast by Prophet Komezu Shamin. very deliberate in what he wants to do. Very deliberate in taking you higher. Very deliberate in restoring you. There's a wind of restoration that I sense. A restoration similar to that of Job. For some of you these days, I see some parents represented here who lost so much. Your father lost a job. Your mother could not sustain her business. And everything became hard affected their support, financial support towards you. The Lord says, I leave. And I'm bringing restoration to you. Apart from that, I perceive the Lord healing hearts. writing off disappointment from people's lives. As I'm saying this, some of you are already agreeing to this because this is what you've been going through. Writing off delay. He announces this so that you may know that today He has serious business for you. Very serious business. Amen and amen. Alright. Let's just get our Bibles, pens, and everything that we use to take notes for the Word of God. And Today we're going to look at something um, very important on the Holy Spirit. Remember these past weeks, we have been teaching and explaining on the identity of the believer. And as we're teaching and explaining on the identity of the believer, last week we further mentioned that the Holy Spirit is very instrumental in revealing that identity to us. 
He knows the very deep things of God. He knows everything that concerns you. He knows where you're going. He knows the end, the completion of things. And so God sent him to us to usher us to that place. And so today we're going to look at this subject of the Holy Spirit and we may not necessarily dig too dig too deep into it but i want you to as you listen to this mes- message to appreciate his importance in your life by the way i must make mention the moment you receive jesus christ as your lord and savior the holy spirit declares your body your life as his dwelling place that's why even when jesus was introducing him he said somebody is going to come and he will be with you but not only will he be with you he will be in you forever the word forever simply shows that it is not necessarily you that determines whether the holy spirit stays or goes it's his decision and what's his decision you are his permanent address amen and amen the spirit of the lord whom we call the holy spirit is very important especially to the lives of the believer we see his work established in throughout the old testament we also see him do quite a number of things in the new testament we notice that in the old covenant there was a great dispensation of god elohim at work god would do great and mighty things he was actively involved actively in a place where he would touch lives but a time came where there was a new dispensation of Jesus Christ the master at work and when Jesus came on the face of the earth he accomplished his ministry right here on earth but the ministry of Jesus never expired the bible says till now he maketh intercession for us By the way the ministry of God the Father never expired too. But the Bible also gets to show us there's another dispensation where the spirit of the Lord the spirit is at work in the lives of people. And he is the one that was poured out in the last days. And these are the days that we are living in. Sometimes we love to refer to saints and we say those days were the days of Elijah those were the days of Moses but these ones are the days of the holy spirit where god is working through man and in man tremendously 
The Lord Jesus Christ, while he was on the face of the earth, introduced the Holy Spirit in a very unique way. And I thank God it was Jesus himself who had to do that introduction. No man or other people were in a place to introduce this great person who is the Holy Spirit. Of course, they had different facets of what he was going to do. But while Jesus was here on earth, he got to introduce the Holy Spirit that was going to come in the lives of people. And you can write this down. The Bible in John chapter number 14 and verse 16 says, this is Jesus that was speaking. And he says, and I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. This is Jesus who was making mention. He said, I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper. Now very interestingly, why is Jesus talking about another helper? That obviously meant Jesus was a kind of helper, right? When he came on the face of the earth, he helped people. In fact, the Bible tells us the help that Jesus actually established could not be contained in a book. The help was so much that the authors said, if we were to tell you everything Jesus did in our presence, not even the books of the world would be enough to express that. Now, if Jesus just did that in their presence, what more outside their presence? Amen and amen. Jesus would heal the sick. He would preach the gospel. He would do so many things altogether. But the Bible actually tells us that he said, look, I think it's time for me to go. And as I'm leaving, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. He declared that in Christianity there is no such thing as being an orphan. There is no such thing as solitude. He says, I'm not going to leave you stranded. Then he says, I'll pray to the Father that the Holy Spirit or rather another helper may be sent to you. And for the sake of your understanding, the word another helper or rather another from its original translation, it means another of the same kind. Another of the same kind. If you want to incorporate the Greek words, another helper is alos parakletos. Alos parakletos. When you're talking about a helper, you can either use alos parakletos or you can use heteros parakletos. These are not tongues. But when we're talking about, I'm sure most of you have done your genetics. You know what? Uh, what do you call it? 
Hereshan. Uh-huh. Yeah. So when you are talking about heteros parakletos you are saying this one is another but is a different kind. But when you say alos parakletos you are saying this one is another but the same kind. So Jesus was saying ah do you want Jesus 2.0? He is coming of the same kind. Now what's very interesting is that in John 16 verse 7 Jesus again starts to introduce the Holy Spirit. And when he's introducing the Holy Spirit he says this he says nevertheless I tell you the truth it is to your advantage that I go away. Some of you would have loved a time to be if Jesus was on the face of the earth. Some of you say I wish I was in a time where Jesus was there. Yet Jesus is saying it's for your advantage that I go away. He goes on to say for if I do not go away the helper a los paracletos will not come to you. But if I depart he will come. So Jesus himself revealed the coming of the Holy Spirit as advantageous to the people. as an advantage he says it is better it is more expedient people really did not understand it but you see how beautiful it is jesus was trying to encourage them that this one who's coming is another yet of the same kind in short he is full god He is full of divinity. But for him to declare that it is for your advantage, that simply means if Jesus had remained a man here on earth, there was going to be a certain limitation. What do I mean when I say there was going to be a certain limitation? Do you know that if you needed Jesus now and she need or she needed Jesus now? you needed to travel to nazareth to get jesus notice that that was the, that was the only way you would interact with him you have to travel those days donkeys would not go from zambia to nazareth glory to god and you even see that even though people were in the same city perhaps even in the same area Jesus would deal with them one at a time while he's going to meet Jairus or the, the the daughter of Jairus the bible tells us there's another person that catches Jesus the helm of Jesus and interrupts Jesus's journey holds Jesus and receives healing and he says who touched me meanwhile he's supposed to be going who touched me first of all when peter kept quiet ah pastor who touched you then they said ah uh-uh, actually there are a lot of people who are touching you and that's how jesus said no there's someone who touched me hey jesus you're supposed to be going to jairus's house yet there's a conversation 
then suddenly a woman decides to show up and say I'm the one who touched you hi jesus you're supposed to be going to Jairus's place that person is 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 actually going to die and the bible actually told us afterwards by the time they decided to go they received news that the daughter has died oh we mona but jesus says don't worry let's go and he ministered to the daughter and she came back to life but his ministration because he was strapped in the body of man was limited to one by one imagine if he needed to touch billions of lives and so he decided ah by the technology of the spirit we are going to do an enhancement upgrading our software i'm going to go to heaven i'm making mansions for you and we are going to drop a new software on earth this one when he comes you don't have to go to him he will be in you <laughs> this one will provide for you 24 hours 365 days service because when it came to night time or early mornings you could not see Jesus you know there were certain times you could only see Jesus sometimes he would be praying you can't see him when he's praying sometimes he would be eating with his you can't see him you think Judas will allow you I mean one time a woman had an appointment with with Jesus in the midst of Judas he he brought an issue amen and amen but with the updated spiritual software god decided to send his spirit first of all the coverage is on all flesh the destination is on they that receive him and so when we desire to reach out to jesus like the woman with the issue of blood instead of her running from here to outside she doesn't need to save she doesn't need to waste all that energy this time she just has to say hey holy ghost shandalabaya if jairus needs a certain miracle he doesn't have to wait for jesus to travel but because there is a very powerful technology that has been released the spirit of god can attend to your need her need his need everyone's need at the same time anywhere any place right now that's why he said it's for your advantage yeah that's why he said it's for your advantage That's why I said you have him first of all the ver- the time you received Jesus Christ the moment you received Jesus Christ as your lord and savior you had him he begins to live in you so the very realities you want to experience especially if you had Jesus come in your midst 
is the same realities you can experience when the Holy Spirit is in you. That's why if you notice, the Holy Spirit is not necessarily a name. It's a title. But he responds to what? Jesus. When you say Jesus, the Holy Spirit shows up. (laughs) Jesus 2.0. Advanced feature. (laughs) Glory to God. Just say thank you, Holy Spirit. So that was the beauty of the Holy Spirit. But then I want you to understand. The same way Jesus had come here on earth. Jesus did not come to play. Jesus did not just come to sit. The Bible says the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which was lost. The Bible also tells us that the Son of Man, who is Jesus Christ, was made manifest that he may destroy the works of the devil. So Jesus didn't come to play. So if another helper is to come, you think he came to play? If another helper has come, you think he's just come to sit in you? You're not a lounge. No, you're not. He's not just come to sit in you. He's come for serious work. He's come for serious work. Preparing us in these last days. Causing us to reign in these last days. Preparing us even for the coming of the Lord. That's why the Bible says the spirit and the bride say come. You can't say, the bride can't say come minus the help of the spirit. Hallelujah. And so today, I just want to briefly give you a small dosage or perhaps a small explanation as to why the Holy Spirit is actually in your life and some of the works that He actually establishes by virtue of you being in Him. The reason I'm also showing you this is so that you can awaken to these realities. Some of you perhaps may have not awakened to these realities because you do not know them. Or perhaps you don't appreciate them. Any truth or any clothing that you do not put on is not different from a clothing that is hanged in a shop. It's yours, but it looks like it's for sale. I hope you've not wired the Holy Spirit for sale, yet is living in you. But today we are awakening to the presence of the Spirit. Just an awakening to the presence of the Spirit causes things to run away from you. I remember when I got sick and the Holy Spirit reminded me that remember that the very spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is in you. And I said, oh, 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 oh. The, very, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is in me. Hey. Then I said, sickness, my body is not a lodging place for you. It's a temple of the spirit. 
the same way the Holy Ghost located my address is the same way you lose my address. Told that to sickness. So these are the works of the Holy Spirit. We're going to look about at, at, at five points. One of the things the Holy Spirit comes to do in our lives is to bring great solutions. Is to bring great solutions. And we will see it from the light of the scriptures that wherever there was a problem the Holy Spirit never ran away. Any problem you see in the scriptures the Holy Spirit did not run away. That's why in the book of Genesis the Bible tells us that when darkness was over the face of the deep and when the worlds were formless chaotic the Bible says the spirit of the Lord began to move over the surface of the waters. He never ran away. He was over the problems. And that word hovering is simply means to brood over like what birds do over their eggs. They sit on their eggs. Why do birds sit on their eggs? Not to make the eggs heavy, but to prepare for something. And that's why the Spirit of the Lord in the beginning, even though the worlds were formless, without shape, when there was total darkness all around, He began moving. I'm here. I'm not running away from any challenge. And while He was there, God says yes and he says let there be light and the Holy Spirit was unseen bringing those things to action let this happen the Holy Spirit was unseen bringing those things to action hallelujah but have you noticed the Bible tells us that in the last days I will pour my spirit on all flesh. Why? Because he understands. Remember that in the book of should be Second Timothy or Timothy 3, it tells us in the last days there will be hard times. It says there will be terrible moments in the last days. I'm telling you, listen, the scriptures already prophesied about the last days. So when you see bad things happening, there's no need to say, It's already been prophesied. If today you see, you hear sickness, tomorrow another virus, don't be shocked. It's been prophesied that in the last days there will be terrible times. But in the midst of problems, guess what? The Holy Spirit decided not to run away. He started moving. Why is he moving? To show the believers that even in the midst of problems, as long as the Spirit of the Lord is present, he will cause you to reign in the midst of problems. He will cause you to walk in solutions in the midst of problems. When there was no way, honestly, 
proper way for Jesus to come as man. The Holy Spirit did not run away. I mean, because how was Jesus going to come? Because for Mary to obviously have a child, she needs a seed of man. But it's not the seed of man that needed to come to bring a solution. It's the seed of God. So how does God plant his seed in a person? Because Mary wondered, how can this be possible? You're telling me that (laughs) the Lord is actually coming through me? And angel Gabriel says, the Holy Spirit will overshadow you. (laughs) He will overshadow you. He doesn't run away from problems. When there are complications and impossible solutions, the one who specialized in making all things possible, the Holy Ghost, steps up and he begins to be at work. What am I showing you? If the worlds were frameless, if they were formless, chaotic, and the Holy Ghost sorted it out, what is that challenge that you are facing for him? What is that challenge? But have you noticed the Holy Spirit in the midst of problems responds? So sometimes the reason why you are not seeing solutions is because you are not doing something to make him respond. Jehovah Elohim said, let there be light. What are you saying? Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit brings great solutions. Number, number two. Not only is he bringing solutions in your life, the Holy Spirit deliberately comes and shows great care and expresses great care for you. Sometimes we think it's all about us loving God. But I'll tell you the truth. God really loves us. And that's why I say one of the reasons why the veil was torn is for you to come back to Him. Because He loves you. And you have to understand the Spirit of the Lord expresses great love and care. When you start growing in your relationship with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will start giving you guidance and even giving you certain things that you actually need to do in life. He's so interested. He's not just interested about you coming to church. He's interested about you passing that exam. I'm telling you, God will sometimes wake you up to study. Can you imagine about nine months before my wedding, the Lord terrified me. The Spirit of the Lord terrified me with a dream and said, start preparing for your wedding. Start now. Say, ah, but Lord, say, start now. 
And I'm so glad that today, if I'm the first person or the, the third person, I can testify that my wedding was stress-free. Stress-free. I know people say, yeah, Vima Leta Shani. They bring a lot of stress. But it was stress-free. And everything fell in place. So the Holy Spirit genuinely cares about everything that concerns you. That's why He's not necessarily the Spirit of the house of God. He's the Spirit of truth. Truth transcends everywhere. In your education, in your business, and every other facet. Yeah. The Bible shows us in Genesis chapter number 8, verse 7, going down, it showed us a time where Noah was in the ark together with all the animals and the rain had fallen. And the Bible goes on to tell us that after the flood, Noah decided to send a raven first to go and check what happened. How is sure a raven went around but did not come back? Why? Ravens love dead things. They don't go back to what is living. Their care is for the dead. Ah. Their care is for the old life. Mm. But Noah yet again sent a dove. And the dove's responsibility was to check, is it safe for us to come out? We've opened the window, but can we open the door? A window is different from a door. Because if there was so much water and they had opened the door, I was sure it would have been the first Titanic movie. So he sent a dove and when he sent a dove, the Bible tells us the dove came back as a sign saying, wait, don't. Don't open the door yet. Don't open the door. Noah again sent the dove. But this time, the dove came back with an olive as a sign that it's safe now. You can now go. You can now say yes to him. You can now open the door of your moti. When you have a revenue, you can end up opening your door just like that anyhow. But the dove, full of serious care, says, I need to bring back a solution. I need to bring back proof for these people. Because these are the inhabitants of the earth. They depend and de- they depend on what I'm actually going to tell them. 
And that's why the Holy Spirit is very symbolic. And throughout the scriptures, we see him being described like a dove. Why? Because not only is he pure, not only is he gentle, he is caring. I'll tell you this. You can have ravens out there who will leave you. But the Holy Spirit will never leave you. He will always come back and tell you, no, 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 my daughter, wait. No, 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 my son, wait. Take a step when it's safe. He's the one that will tell you, okay, I, 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 now you can do this business. So if there's someone to trust, trust the Holy Spirit. That's why I tell people, people can say something. They can say, go this side, go that side. But if you've not received that safety from the Holy Spirit, that peace, that olive within you, wait in the ark. And that's why it's very interesting that when the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jesus, the Bible says he descended on Jesus as a dove. Like a dove. Glory to God. He descended like a dove. And what's very interesting is that after the Spirit who is very caring descended on Jesus, the utterance from God was, this is my beloved son whom I'm pleased with. Notice John the Baptist says, the Lamb of God, that is to take away the sins of man. Yet when the Holy Spirit came, the revelation was not his assignment, or rather the assignment of Jesus, yet the position of Jesus. So God first is interested in your position before your assignment. That's why he said, Adam, where are you? Not Adam. Why are my hippos dying? That's the Spirit of God. When you understand he's very caring, it will be easy for you to hear him guide you and lead you to so many places and so many things. Some people have understood this dimension. They love using the Holy Spirit more exam. <laughs> I, I studied this Holy Spirit. Just bring it to my room. These, you know, there are those things you knew, you know, you studied, but then bang, it's not there. You, I, the genetics. I read this topic. This is the Holy Ghost. Please take me above sea level. Amen and amen. So not only that, does the Holy Spirit show care. Number three, one of the works of the Holy Spirit is to help you in life. He is not called a helper. He is called the helper. The reason why he is called the helper and he alone is called the helper is because there is not going to be any dimension that you are going to receive concerning help like the one he offers 
your neighbor right now can help you only to a certain degree because their help is limited but when we talk about the helper he has everything necessary available to give you help also why is he called the helper it's because you need help ah we need it when we sing tandizo langa tandizo langa tandizo Acknowledging that we need help. That's why prayer was introduced as a help hotline. When God said, "Be fruitful, multiply, let them have dominion." But when you perhaps your situation is difficult and you need help. Jeremiah 33 verse 3 Call unto me and I'll answer. Amen and amen. So he is a great helper. In Genesis chapter number 24, reading that chapter, the Bible reveals to us a time where Abraham sent one person that was very close to him. and this man's name was Eliezer and this very person that was close to Abraham can you imagine the task that w- was given to Eliezer the task was Eliezer go and find my son Isaac a wife i'm telling you no matter how the concern is close to me i would never send him to find my daughter joy a husband ah not at all but eliezer went <laughs> and the bible says he searched around and found rebecca brought rebecca back to Isaac. And the Bible says these two eventually met together and they loved each other. Very interesting. And I believe that's so lovely. Because the same place that Eliezer had gone to ndeko wanaenda na wewe wa Jacob to find his sonny that he went alone so that's what happens when you don't have help you end up marrying Leah and Rachel at the same time but guess what Eliezer brought Rebecca to Isaac. Do you happen to know what Eliezer Eliezer means? Eliezer is a Hebrew word which means God my help. 
Hey. So when we say Jehovah is there, we say God my helper. But the Holy Spirit showed his capabilities through a man that he is able to provide help. Do you think he's not interested in your marriage? Because Abraham was close to Eliezer and sent him. And Jesus, close to the Holy Ghost, has sent him for you to give you help. And so what should you say? Dear Lord, thank you for the hope of the Holy Ghost in my life. I am not helpless. I have help. Help from the east, the west. Help from within. Sponsored by the Holy Spirit. Number four. The Holy Spirit is not just a helper. The Holy Spirit is a great guide. I remember there was a time that we went to Mundawanga. And when we went to Mundawanga, we had a guide that was helping us see the animals and also explain to us there are some instructions that the guide was giving like don't feed the animals when we got to the birds he says please don't touch that place where the vultures are a single bite from a voucher can snap your finger and i said hey if i didn't know I would have been saying glory to God. But I thank God we had a guide. So a guide is there to help us, to prepare us, to lead us, to show us the right way. A guide is there when we see trouble. He says, "Ah, don't pass that side, pass this side." The best way I would describe guides we have facets of them when we go throughout the streets there are road signs a road sign will guide you when you see the red light on a traffic light it means stop when you see the amber or orange light it's telling you slow down not move faster before it becomes red Uh, I'm just giving you the right interpretation. Not in the fast before it becomes red. Miss slow down. Uh, hold on. Wait. Don't, don't rush into ministry. Wait. Because sometimes your orange light is let me rush fast. Instead of let me slow down. Hey. Don't 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 rush these things. Wait. Then the green light is please proceed. But proceed with the right speed. So there are all those signs. Sometimes we find a stop sign. And when you find a stop sign, you don't just pass through. If there was no stop sign, do you know how many accidents would have been having in Zambia? People would just be hitting each other. And it was going to be very very bad. There are other signs which tell us 
There's a curve ahead. You know, there are so many road signs altogether. But the Holy Spirit signs are way beyond the road. The Holy Spirit signs are along our area of destiny. In our walk of destiny, the Holy Spirit will give you a sign like Jesus that go into the wilderness. Go and pray for 40 days and 40 nights. Ah, the Holy Spirit, why do I need to go in the wilderness? Go in the wilderness. Remember, there are people that are having a wilderness experience and they need to return to a garden experience. Go into the wilderness. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will say, Fast. Pray. I've had so many times the Holy Spirit deliberately wake me up at 01 in the month of July. And he says, start praying. I said, I don't have a prayer point. I'll give you. No excuse. And I'll start. Another day, you're just about to eat your breakfast and he says, today we are fasting. How is it we? You don't eat. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) let your will be done. What was he doing? He was shaping a character. He was shaping discipline inside of an individual. He's guiding. Amen and amen. You have to understand that the Holy Spirit will be there to guide you. And when, even just giving you an, an, uh, perhaps an example of these road signs, the guidance of the Holy Spirit is so important because not only does it affect you, it will affect those even around you and those connected to you. I'll give you an example. Have you noticed if today there is a green light while you are driving and you are first in line, Your response to the green light is go. But if you decide to put hazards, guess what? Not only are you not moving, the cars behind you are also not progressing. So when you yield to the guidance of the Spirit of the Lord, which says go, and you begin to lay hands on the sick, as Deacon Samuel, just know there will be a Matthews who will be looking at you and say, Hey, wow! I'm also going for that. Just know that there will be a Timothy who will look at you and say, Wow! So the guidance of the Holy Spirit will not just affect you. It will affect those that are following you. When it's go, please go. When it's stop, please stop. Because even if you look at it in a negative way, if you start moving while it's on red, there's a possibility that the one behind you will follow you. And guess what? You would have officially led someone to death or destruction. Some people will be so shocked when they discover in heaven that many lives gave themselves to Jesus Christ because they saw how you carried yourself. No, I just saw Deacon as, oh my, live herself a certain way. It inspired me. I knew this lady in primary. She was so difficult. But now, the way she is right now, no, this can only be God. 
I also give my life to God. I'm telling you, some, some of you, the way you are right now, it's a serious testimony. People would give their life to Christ. They'd be like, Ni tichi. Uja. That's already enough hope that if Nitichi can transform and is translated to Dikon, there is hope for me being a Busa. Hey. So the guidance of the Holy Spirit is so important because the guidance that you actually used to will actually affect those that are following you. But I'll tell you this. One of the things they taught us when we were driving at Ratsa is not only to look in front. Look what's behind you. And it's very interesting that the mirrors that allow you to look what's behind, they are more, but yes, they are small. Sometimes you guys do not realize that there are people who are following you in life. You may not be a public figure, but you are a followed figure, whether you like it or not. Whether you like it or not. There is someone who is going to follow what you are going to do. Even Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Amen and amen. So if people are following Paul as he follows Christ, people will follow certain individuals as they follow Satan. But you to the Spirit of the Lord as He guides you. Don't move without Him. Let Him give you the signs of your destiny. And it's going to be well. And lastly, not only does the Holy Spirit be a guide in your life and be these other interesting and beautiful uh, dimensions of help in your life the Holy Spirit also comes to transform you he comes to transform you in short when the Holy Spirit finds something he doesn't want it to remain the same he loves to decorate have you noticed have you noticed the woman in most cases is attributed to being a helper isn't that so and have you noticed between these the men and the woman the one who likes to decorate the house is the woman the one who likes to throw things yeah we are all guilty Uh, (laughs) the one who likes to throw things is the man but the woman when she notices something she'll be like "Mm -mm, no I think we should paint the wall white you'll be like what's wrong with green (laughs) no I think we should do (sighs) so if the man were to go on a vacation and allow the woman the help to work there was going to be a lot of decorations just as sometimes the husband limits the wife from carrying out certain things. That's how many believers limit the Holy Spirit. Because he wants to decorate. He says, I, I, I want to give you an anointing. Ah, we are, we are, not manji, not manji, not manji. 
Mm. I'm okay. I'm okay with just saying glory to God. It is well. Unjan. What is wrong? Yeah. When he wants to lift you up. When he wants to give you a promotion, say ah, sinful knife. Sinful, sinful. The spirit of the Lord never wants you to remain at the same place. That's why even the women when they are decorating a place, how sure they will decorate. Today they will bring pictures. Tomorrow they will bring this. They will bring ketan. They will bring this. They will bring that. And you'll be like, mm, how many things do you want to bring, surely? Be shy. Ah, I want it to look nice. But they have a dimension of God <laughs> in them to bring forth help. To bring forth transformation, rather. In the same way, when the Holy Spirit comes in your life, He's on an agenda. He's. Have you ever heard you guys sometimes say, "Iwomani panga"? That's the, that's the agenda of the Holy Spirit. When He looks at you, e, but in Isachi panga ichi, panga panga. Wait, just give me permission. Zampanga panga. And you panga panga you and you'll be like Holy Spirit you panga me John chapter number 3 and verse 8 and I'm going to read it the Bible says this the wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Maybe you didn't read that properly. Says the wind blows where it wishes. You hear the sound of it, but you don't know where it's coming from and where it's going. You just hear... Sometimes you bring out your lies, you put your finger in the mouth and put in the air. Not knowing that the wind will just touch on the sensitive part of your, <laughs> of your finger. In the same way the Bible says, the same way that a wind can blow, sometimes you may not see where it's going, is the same way they that are born of the Holy Ghost become. Who makes the believers become like winds? Ah. Who makes them become like winds? Listen. Listen. Have you noticed even in the book of, uh, it should be Hebrews, it, it tells us that he makes his servants winds, his angels winds, and his servants flame of fire. How? Who makes them that? It's an agenda not to leave you there. It's an agenda not to leave you the way you are. It's an agenda to decorate and transform your life. And so if the Bible is telling you that there are winds that blow, you don't know where they are coming from, but you hear the sound. Sound is a dimension of manifestation. You don't know where their source of income is, but pa, 
money. You, you don't know where their source of joy is, but you just say, <laughs> ah, what's happening? There's somebody that makes his servants to be like the wind. Now you know how that is. That simply means today, Satan will want to attack you, hit your head. And when he throws that attack, he will not sleep. Where is he? Says so Satan, I'm here. You are under my feet. Look up. When he looks up, Kasatana, Kasatana, Nikuka, Gwila, Nakuka. That's that's how winds are. Oh, he, 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 the consumer is coming from the east. We're going to attack him. We're going to let him down. I say, ah, where, what do you mean the east? I mean the north. <laughs> I mean the north. <laughs> Who makes you like that? The Holy Ghost. He makes you a mystery. He makes you an equation that cannot be calculated. Ah. He makes you an equation that cannot be calculated. They will say, ah, okay, no problem. What I need to do is that to get rid of Joseph, throw him in a pit. Then you yourselves again, Muzamuchos. Okay, to get rid of Joseph, sell him as a slave. When you sell him as a slave, you are taking him to the country where he is supposed to be second in command. Why? Because you don't know where the wind is blowing from. You don't know where it's coming from this side or it's coming from that side. You take Jesus and say, Ah, akamba maningi. Mufakeni under the ground. And then you put him under the ground. Not knowing. And that's how salvation came unto men. Because you don't know where the wind is blowing. You don't know. They will plot against you sometimes. And they will say, This is how we are going to fight Deacon. This is how we are going to fight Sister Who and Who. But the Holy Spirit has determined <laughs> to make you a mystery. I mean, if Jesus, baby Jesus was made a mystery, Herod says, Let's go and kill firstborn children. That those guys had serious shushushus. When it means killing, they had serious office of the Herod or whatsoever you call it. They had serious people working. Yet, Jesus Christ was preserved. You think he's in the place of Nazareth or rather he's in Bethlehem. The wise men here are saying this, this, that. Oh, aliku Bethlehem or whatsoever. Ah, time, time, aliku Egypt, Jesus. The wind. You think like uh, perhaps like uh, Moses, you're going to kill him. Yet, Moses is on the riverbank. And while he's at the riverbank, uh, uh, somehow the, the basket goes good even a pharaoh. River now is big, please. Oh. Why not good even a pharaoh? Because the wind blows. <laughs> Suddenly it's in Pharaoh's camp. And the daughter of Pharaoh says, This is my child, please. This is my child. And says, I want to hire someone who's going to be breastfeeding my child. 
not knowing she hires Moses' own mother. Where the wind blows. <laughs> Where the wind blows. <laughs> not, not knowing that. That's what the Holy Spirit does. Sometimes he will allow you to go through certain circumstances. But not the circumstance and the author of that circumstance does not understand that he is making you a mystery. He is making you somebody that is going to uh, do so many great things. Amen and amen. He makes you a mystery. He makes you somebody that cannot be calculated. That's why sometimes you now need to think of yourself and say, ah, me. Ah, no, 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 no. The enemy can't play with me. The enemy can't defeat me. I can't fail in life. No, 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 I can't. Remember I was giving you an ex- when I was giving you an, ex- uh, uh, an explanation how we're registering the church. This first day they chased us with Deacon Samuel. I carried him around, in fact, when we were doing registration. It was very, very interesting. When we went to the police, they gave us problems. I could see Deacon Samuel's eyes that he was saying, just slap me. Leave my pastor. I'm willing to be poor and Silas. But when we went now to the final place to just have everything, almost everything finalized, the person there chased us, threw away our papers. The consumer was like, ah, anyway. I think she must obviously my fellowship to Zamboacha Ajabe. The Holy Ghost. Immediately I walked out of that office after throwing my papers. The Holy Ghost says, Come tomorrow. Tomorrow. Can't you at least give me time to cut my hair? Come with glasses so that he may forget me. He says, Come tomorrow. I says, You are the boss. I went back the next day. The same papers which that man threw away. Not a different kind of man. The alos, not this time he was not a helper. The alos difficult man. <laughs> In fact, he was not another. He was the same man. <laughs> I gave him the papers this time. And he says, Hi. How are you? I said, I'm okay, sir. What's your name? Ah, my name is Agomezio Shamani, sir. Oh, okay. That's a nice name. Thank you so much, sir. Actually, our village is in, you know. Oh, okay. That's good. <laughs> Smiling. Okay, so uh, you're here to register the church. And I said, yes, sir. We're here to register the church. All right. Congratulations. Um, come and get your letter on Friday. I said, I said that's all? No, no. Yeah, just come. Come on Friday. I say, thank you so much, sir. I'll be taking my leave just in case he changes his mind. I'll be taking my leave. Ah, ah, ah. And I walked out that day. And I said, Holy Ghost. <laughs> hey, where the wind blows. <laughs> where the wind blows. <laughs> Today you saw me coming from the south. Tomorrow I'm coming from the east. Uh, last time you saw me coming from the east. Tomorrow I'm coming from the west. And I'm like, hey, 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 uh, you, you can't get rid of me. You can't. Uh, uh, hallelujah. That's how we come out as solutions even in life. Huh? 
Today you try this, it did not work. You go Tuesday, you come out from the south. You try this on Wednesday, it did not work well on Thursday. You come from another place. Why? Because where the wind blows, <laughs> you don't know where it's coming and you don't know where it's going. You don't know why. The Spirit of the Lord makes us mysteries. People that cannot be calculated. And I see mysteries seated right here. Where they told you you are eliminated. God rubs that and says elevated. That's a mystery. That's a mystery. Where they told you break down. God rubs that and says breakthrough. Where they told you tough test your way. God rubs that and says sweet testimony. He makes you a mystery. I don't know about you. But I've determined to rise up in this earth as a serious mystery and a serious solution to the world. Why? I have the Holy Ghost. Let's rise to our feet. Thank you.